The Sports Walk is back. Watch season three of Backpack Broadcasting's original web series that brings you the opinions of real sports fans. The first two seasons and current season are available now for viewing on the Sports Walk YouTube channel and Facebook page. Check out the 2017 NYC WebFest official selection and see what other sports fans have to say on the hottest issues in sports today. It's easy. Just take the Sports Walk. Hard to Tell Podcast, episode 96 from the Gotham Podcast Studio, Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca. 96. You you just say any, you get excited about the numbers as they go higher. We're we're almost at 100. That excites you. (laughs) Yes. In a way that I'm not sure it quite excites me. Look, man, 100 is 100. There's a lot of people that- 101 is 101. There's a lot of- 99 is 99. There's a lot of people who don't get to like 20 of these. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You know what I mean? We just never hear about them. That's true. It is what it is. I I, I hear you on that. We have a guest today. Yes. One that I'm excited about. Yes. (laughs) Well, well, if you're not excited about like the way you feel about 100, are you going to tell them to leave? What? You're not excited about your guest in the like, same way that you're excited about the number 100. Are you then going to tell him to leave? What kind of energy is this? I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm trying to see. Your, I'm trying to see his level of excitement for the guest. He is a CEO and founder of Pitcher yes. List. So you're just not going to answer the, the question. first ever guest of Side Hustle, and uh, previously my co-host on MSG's DraftKings Tonight when we were doing that show on MSG. Yep. Live on television during May, June, and July, so it was it was a twelve week run. You know what I mean? We you guys had a, you guys we, had a great run. Yeah, we fulfilled the contract. You know Our what guest I'm is uh, Nick Polak. Polak is that? Am I saying that right? Nick Polak. Pollock. See, I that's all right. It's okay. I think you do that on purpose because you did that on purpose with somebody else that recently. <laughs> you gotta take me down first, and then we'll bring me back. Then up. bring you yeah, back up. That's what all that's right. what football. See, I, I was do. concerned about you, Nick. Man, I was trying to see Brian's level of excitement for you if it was really genuine or not. Oh, no, 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 because I know what this is going to be. This is going to be great. (laughs) What is this going to be, Brian? This is going to be great. Let's let's uh, (laughs) let's get into (laughs) let's start. Let's start with um, I don't know. Do I want to get you aggravated first and Uh, get into juice? I mean, actually, though, I don't think that's very possible. By the way, I should say, yes, what is happening? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, man, I'm stoked for this. A Brooklyn native. A Brooklyn native. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. See, that should have been mentioned on Side Hustle. I mean, I don't believe that was mentioned. It's Park Slope. It's fine. I'm just south of you. I'm south of you in Kensington. So it's oh, okay. nice. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. No problem. Went to, went to Berkeley Carroll. Yeah. Berkeley Carroll. I okay. played with Adam Adovino. I hated okay. Berkeley Carroll, right. bro. I of course you did. We were Martin wow. Luther. They were in our conference. Oh, so you guys were in the same conference. Yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah, we hated you too. Actually, you know what? I'll be honest. We didn't even think about you. Oh. Probably not. Probably not. That Because that means you guys sucked. Well, y'all, y'all, no, man. No, we just didn't care. You sucked. Oh, yeah, for yeah. the most part. The only, the only reason people we, say they don't think about you is because. Our school was good at wrestling, cross country, and track. And track. We had yes. only track out of those. No track, y'all would. Y'all oh, so you weren't good at ba- track, you weren't good at baseball. Your school wasn't good at baseball. Oh, we were great. We never played Luther. Oh, oh, gotcha. well, we won a championship. I wasn't on the team because in track, well, in track we finished, probably good thing for the team. In track, we finished second for the championship and lost by like a point. And I'm not going to get into that because that's a heartbreaking story. I can but, see it still bothers you. Yeah, this is, this is why I'm here. I want to hear about these stories. But Berkeley Carroll had a long jumper that was really good, and I couldn't beat him. <laughs> 
couldn't beat him. I meddled, but I couldn't beat him. Sorry, man. It pissed me off. I, I could tell that it really bothers you still. There, you know, the th- I have a list. <laughs> Remember, you know, I've been I've been trying to hold this back for ages, but actually, that was me, Brian. Oh, that was me in disguise. Oh. No, because he was black. It was. <laughs> I hope you were not going to blackface, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been a fantastic podcast. Was, I'm fantastic. so happy that I'm here. Nick did not do that. We did not want to get to the show. I was just saying I hope Nick didn't do that or nobody was doing that at that you gotta time. You got to give you the A Hard to Tell experience first. That is the experience. But I love it. He says he has a list. You have a website, Pitcher List. Yes. Which is fantastic. And QB List. I QB do. List. Yeah, thank you and so much. And soon to come Swish List, which we're going to get into all that. We got into, we got into a Pitcher List a little bit on Side Hustle. Yeah, because yeah. so for people who don't know and listening to this, can you kind of explain what these sites are and what you do yeah sure it started just as me talking about uh starting pitchers every single day and having a gift database where you could look up every single pitcher and just see a gif of what they throw instead of just having a spreadsheet of all right he has these numbers you can actually see his fastball move and his curveball and his changeup and understand a pitcher on a different level then became so much more we just had a lot more writers that wanted to do more things talking about baseball and now we just do everything baseball podcasts you have uh, analysis of playoff games you have fantasy stuff, everything you'd want out of a baseball site. We have it now. We've expanded off to QB list. Now it's focused on fantasy football, but we hope to take that same approach over time there. And then next year, the plan is to do swishlist.net. Mm. The greatest pun I've ever had. Love that. It's double. We've got two in there. It's great. Yes. <laughs> it is great. But it's, like it's obviously going to be for basketball as well. The same spirit and mentality of just being uh, having expert analysis, but not giving you that wall that's normally there with readers to the experts. It's mm. just supposed to be like your best friend talking to you about it and actually knowing what they're talking about too. This is a sort of simple question I didn't ask you, but what made you want to expand? Because obviously you're a baseball guy. It, but It's pretty easy actually. A lot of my writers are like, hey, we want to talk about football. And I said, why? <laughs> <laughs> so the people so the people that work for you really wanted to talk about other things. Exactly. Kind of, yeah. yeah, everyone that comes in here, it's, it's all about the passion and the positivity really. That's so important. Um, I don't care how good you are. If you don't have that right attitude right. of really wanting to help out your other staff members, helping out the readers – then that's just, this isn't the place for you. And so we had a lot of writers that just wanted to write about football all of a sudden. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll make a site for you to do that. And they're incredibly talented. And we're really excited about what we put together this season and beyond. How big is your staff now? <laughs> uh, between both football and, and pitch list, it's over 100. Nice. And he pays these guys. Yeah. yeah so, okay. So that, so, that's the important so that, thing. We talk about stuff like this on the podcast a lot. So that was one <laughs> of the things when I was watching the, f- the first episode of Side Hustle, and I saw that with you, and I was like, you know, kudos to you. And I think one of the things you said, and I'm kind of paraquoting you here, was you didn't want to do it if you did not feel that you could pay these guys. And it was very important for you to do that. And I thought I wanted to say, now I can say to you in person, I commend you for that because there's a lot of people doing, uh, how do we say, free labor for uh, some sure. places, right? And they're not oh – um, necessarily getting compensating what their value is there and so to see that you tried to place some value upon that while giving people opportunities salute to you friend well thank you i yes. still i still feel these people deserve more but it's over right. time we just got i mean you as do long as we build do. i mean yeah. we, we we doubled actually pay this year because of our success so wow we nice. can keep doing that kind of stuff that's nice i'm i'm sure your employees uh definitely value that as, <laughs> as well too do. i'm sure they do i know i know brian does um do you in starting this, do you feel like there was a, a need for what you said in, in the pl- people coming to come for this content, right, at this place, Picture List, and not having that wall? Did you really identify that sort of as a problem where people felt like there was kind of a maybe a block or divide between the reader 
and the writer. Yeah, I definitely felt that way. There were definitely a couple sites that were very good at answering questions and being, you know, creating this community where everyone is involved. Uh, but the thing that really bothered me the most was the analysis of, I don't want to say, if I, I'll just say that, I guess, like the dude bro mentality of, of having to uh, create the wedge mm. and saying that I need to have a take and my mm. take is more important than your take and I'm right, you're wrong. This incredible just, uh, I don't know, competition all the time when instead it's just all of us that care so much about it and let's just talk about it. And that's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to you know, put out an opinion and then feel as if I can't even discuss this possibility. Every single time there's a discussion, it's so important to say, cool, that's a really good point. I like this and let's keep talking about it. I'm weighing this for X, Y, and Z and having that conversation instead of, no, how could you think that it's so stupid? This guy's clearly better than the other one. And that was <laughs> something I saw everywhere. I mean, that's, right. that's what people, people thought that they should be or that they were supposed to be. And that's just so wrong. It's just not conducive to good discussion and a good community. Agreed. So I feel like we're slowly moving away from that too. Like, not entirely, but we're slowly, like, more people, like Bomani and Pablo, High Noon, for example, they have a show that's you would think is a debate format, but it's not. They're just mm -hmm. having discussion. They often agree with each other. I think we're starting to see more just content just go in that direction. I, I hope so. Yeah, really. I like that. I think like that you guys are at the at the forefront of that in doing that because I tend to enjoy that more. It's so much more fun for us too because we can just have a good talk. <laughs> you know, yeah. we not feel as if my point is bad or you know, can't be talked about. If if what's really good about it too is that I've. I mean, firsthand, I've changed my opinion mid-conversation. And a lot of times when you are combative with it, it doesn't matter what the other point is. You do not want to change it. Mm. But if it's a good conversation, you say, you know what? Actually, I didn't consider that. Yeah. That's pretty good. And you don't feel that innate pain that actually is associated with changing your opinion. Um, it's like a whole psychological thing. Like yep. if someone tells you you're wrong, the actual it's your identity that's getting challenged. But if you do it the right way, it's not your identity. It's just you having a good time. And you learn. Exactly. So, so what are what are some of the things if somebody comes to the picture list they, they can see that are being discussed in baseball today? Yeah, baseball? sure. Uh, so, I mean, I'm I'm a huge pitching guy. I am like every single pitcher every single day. I talk about what they did yesterday. Is every starting pitcher. Mm. So, if you come to picture list, you, you see my SP roundup. You can say, hey, you know, what? I actually don't think this guy is what you think he is. You know, he had a really one bad inning, but then he had a fantastic start otherwise. And that's really fun stuff. And we'll have that conversation. Well, okay, his slider wasn't as good early on and then he got better, et cetera. That kind of stuff you'll definitely see. You'll see a lot of going deep pieces just about one guy and saying, talking about his transformation through the year, what he's done better and what his approach has been and how this could suggest that he keeps it up or goes down, that kind of stuff. But, uh, I mean, if you're talking about the broader scope of baseball, I mean, I know you want to talk about the juiced ball. We'll, get, we'll to. get to that. Oh, yeah, we'll get to, that. get to that soon. <laughs> and I, I do. I, I'm so excited. The, I, the pitcher list CEO is not going to be here for all these uh, BS home runs. So, all right. I so I, I, before we get to that, I want to bring it back to a, a pitcher because you said you'll look at uh, starting pitchers um, every day and sort of, you know, look at what they've done. Do you guys also look at relief pitchers as well? Too? Oh, yeah. No. So this okay. is the cool part about the site is that I get to just do what I want to do and everyone else gets to Great. do what they want to do. Great. That's the whole idea. Do, write about what you want to write about, not what we have to. Okay. Right. So, so with so that. We with have that, relievers. We have hitters. We have everything. With that being said, uh, oh. I'm a Mets fan. 
Yeah, uh, Brian probably knows where I'm going. It's okay. You should feel sorry for me. I take that you're a Yankee fan by that. Oh comment. yeah, you know, it's oh, like yeah, a little brother to us. Man, he got, he's Yankee. See, fan. he just told me he doesn't care about us. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> I, I, you know, I care about my sibling. No, <laughs> good. Okay, that's nice. Good. That, that, that was nice. Okay, I respect you know? that. I don't. I have no hate towards the Yankees either. I used to be like that. I grew. I grew out of that. I'm proud of you. Same. Yeah, you got to mature. Like you I mean, said. I, I was five years old and I wanted to be happy in life, so I became a Yankee fan. Oh, ouch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, mean, I wouldn't say I'm miserable. I'd say I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy you didn't establish that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I felt like I needed to be because I was like, he's happy and I'm not. I would say uh, troubled at times. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that might be the way I'll put it. I mean, uh, this is the one question I'll ask: Is sure. how did you feel at the trade deadline? Did you feel that they did what they should have done? Gone for it? Do you think they should have dealt? Um, I'm surprised. I was this actually surprised they didn't deal. Okay. Right. However. I did think the addition of Strowman for what they were looking to do long term was actually good. That was a great trade. They yeah, gave up nothing. I agree. Nothing. I agree. So I agree. it was shocking. I was actually shocked at the death. If I had to use a word, I'd say shocked because I didn't think they were going to add anything. But I liked that they added added and the team actually really responded and started playing a little bit good before that. And then after, I'm actually I'll get into this after, but I'm actually very much at peace with the Met season because this was the thing for me. I predicted this year, I said they could win. 84 games. That's what I thought they'd win. Mm. At the time of recording this, they're at 85. <laughs> Basically, they did what I thought they would do. I know they didn't make the playoffs. I thought they could compete for a second wild card spot. They did. They just fell short. I'm not terribly disappointed. More importantly, they did all that without having a true closer. Now, that's which, what I'm uh, Which you're about to get into. Which is what I was getting to, Nick. I'm you so do disappointed evaluations in this guy, of pictures. Bro. This man's Puerto Rican brother. Listen, okay? let me tell you something. Let me tell you something real quick before we get into it. I didn't realize that, Brian. Let me tell you before we get into it. You did it? The first taping that we that I did at MSG uh, in IKEA, right? The People yes. Talk of Sports in IKEA that aired on MSG Shorts. They asked us, all of us in the uh, car, yeah. who was the New York athlete that you would want to party with one night, right? I don't right? think you want to party with him now. That was my answer. That the gentleman we're about to talk about, now. Edwin Diaz. So you could imagine, and I and I said it flatly because we're both Puerto Rican and we're about the same age. So I really think we could mess things up in New York City, which sounds like something I would say word for word, and yes. that's exactly what I said. Yes, it does. Looking back on it now, that did not age well. And this was January, February, so but February. Yeah, yeah. Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz. Not a good season. Uh, I think by the standards, you got to save people. yesterday. <laughs> we are also proud because Seth Luger was shut down. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fantasy team. What do you make of him? Because you said this is a guy who has been wildly inconsistent would even be an understatement here. Yeah. Disappointing. Uh, disappointing mm. up and down to the point where I think most Mets fans would say they, when he came in the game. Not you even felt up like and down, just down. down. You felt like you couldn't <laughs> trust him. Yep. It looked like from my – from I feel like you know better than me. It looked like he completely lost his confidence. Uh, what am I to make of Edwin Diaz from this season – and also, should I have any confidence that he can rebound in 2020? So, all right. Uh, on the last point, pitchers are very finicky things. They're all human, believe it or not. They're not robots. <laughs> or it's a lonely position. <laughs> As uh, my, my co-host on the on the Corner Podcast, we would say he's Alex Think Fast, because that's always the mental part of it. So Alex Think Fast has arrived. As we talk about, yeah, what is it like? You're not confident all of a sudden. Relievers have the hardest job where they are expected to be great every single time. <laughs> and they have such a small sample. I mean, some relievers, 50 innings in a season, that's sometimes a quarter of a starting pitcher, 
right? That's such a small sample. We talk about a month or so for a start, and then he's great for five months. That's pretty much what a reliever is, right? Yeah. Uh, so it, it's kind of nuts. You only have so many times to do well, and then your confidence goes down. If it's two games in a row, you allow, you blow a save. That's it. That could be the entire season right there. Mm. Now with Edwin Diaz, his slider was terrible. <laughs> and this is this is hilarious because this is a really good pitch. This is supposed to be – I mean, this was a pitch last season. was a 56% strikeout rate on the pitch. And it, just to put that in perspective, normally with a good breaking ball or so, that's like 40%. This is the pitch that was, okay, I'm going to be awesome with it this year at 36%. So down 20 points. That's not – you can't be Edwin Diaz without that pitch, right? Right. Batting average allowed on it. I'm, I'm just going to throw stats because it's really fun. No, this is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. please. 121 batting average allowed on that slider last year. That's great. That's great. so low. That's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. 300 this year. 300? 300, 300 on that slider. How many homers did he give up on the slider? Surprisingly, only it? six. Only six But that on is the over about 362, which you don't really want to see about two per 100. That's not good. You want to see like one per But 100. then the, the, those numbers would tell you if uh, he only gave up six uh, homers on the slider, a lo- it seemed to me, and I'll think about it watching games, a lot of people obviously were waiting. He had no confidence in it, and they're waiting on the fastball. When the fastball comes, sure. there you so, go. So, I mean, it, it's – so there's a lot of things. If he doesn't feel that slider right, then then you know that, okay, he's going to throw a fast one. He's going to sit on it, just like what you're saying. Uh, there is something to be said just about the Mets as a whole. Their sliders <laughs> were terrible in the first half. Now we're talking about all their pitches. All of them. Right. So Matt's didn't yeah. even throw his. I mean, he's talked yep. about his elbow bothering him when he throws it. Eventually he's like, oh, I'm having a bad season. Fine, I'll start throwing sliders. I don't care. <laughs> uh, DeGrom's slider at first, the first month, was not good. And then he picked it up. Uh, change up was also took some time, but I mean, we were talking before the, the podcast, Brian, mm-hmm. about uh, essentially since the start of May, he's had near two year array. Yeah. Which is stupid. He should win the Cy Young. Anyway, you yeah. should. Anyway, yeah. uh, Syndergaard was talking about it being like an ice, uh, a block of ice in his hand, and he couldn't throw a slider properly. And he still never really even found a slider the entire season. Nope. nope. So I'm not too surprised that Edwin Diaz is also kind of lumped in, like, oh, yeah, sliders in New York. See ya. I'm out. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is exactly. Uh, if you're talking about confidence for next year, I mean, <laughs> you don't know. We don't know. I mean, you have Blake Trinan, for example, nasty stuff. Yep. Great. And now not really executing and being terrible. Then all of a sudden in 2018 was unreal and then went down again. And this is the thing. You have these, the samples that we normally see through a full season, uh, you know, month by month is essentially every full year for a reliever. Mm. So it could come back. It could be one of those things like, okay, I needed to just make the mental adjustment of getting out on my slider. And also I throw like five good ones and then it feels great going to spring training. And it does well and everything is fine, but we don't know. You know what this does when I hear you say that and all that? <laughs> yeah. It makes me really actually appreciate Mariano Rivera. Oh, unbelievable. When you really yes. th- like, seriously, yes, really. when you really think back about it and it's just unreal. The baseball how good player. And ha- yes, yeah. and how good and how important consistent. Cla- important clarification. <laughs> how good <laughs> and how consistent he was. The political uh, yeah, association yeah. society. Yeah, yeah. It makes you actually really appreciate that and how rare that was. It really, really was. And the fact that he only really threw one pitch. To <laughs> yeah, that's right. the other thing. It was just so good and so consistent. It's it, it really is a marvel. And this is why when we're going through it, we're just calling him the greatest closer of all time. And everyone's like, yeah, but there's this one guy, Eric Gagne, one year is doing great. Like, you, I get it. People also like to bring up Trevor Hoffman, which is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Hoffman's great, too. But he's not but Mariano. He's not Mar- yes. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's class. just, it's, yeah. it's really, baseball is a consistency sport. We talk about even hitters to win an MVP award, or so you can't take a month off. Well, you, you think Mike Trout is the GOAT. 
He is for, the goat for this reason. For consistency. Yes. But not another... necessarily one night, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Talked about the event, right. Sorry. But uh, but yeah, that that's it. That's what breeds success in baseball is consistency. That's why we have 162 games and not football with 16. Mm. It's a stupid sport. I don't. I'm not saying that because I love baseball. It's just you only have 60 minutes, and you get maybe you're on the field as an offense for 20 minutes, and that's one sixteenth of your season. <laughs> it is. That's just ridiculous. It is though. That's, some some people will say the other. 11 way, minutes it, of action. That by that, way. that that, that matters. So the argument for other people. I'm not saying I disagree with you. Is that oh man, that matters so much more. Like every possession counts all this but but you need but you need 162 games to understand like oh okay this guy's actually good instead of oh you know okay great example do we need 162 games if you looked at the first two weeks of the season yeah Stalin castro was okay was terrible and then all of a sudden four months he was great and actually had an okay season yeah but there are there are guys i think it was miguel rojas even that had like a really good first two Two weeks weeks. of the year ah yes and like that's the football season oh great miguel rojas (laughs) is amazing you know and that's ridiculous that's just you can't do that. So, yeah, I understand what you mean. Do we need 162 games? That's fine. Uh, that's a really good point. Right. But no, I, I was just literally asking you. Like, I was wondering I, how you feel about we've, we've, I, it's we've so talked about it. It's so want, necessary. It's so want, necessary. No, I agree with you that yeah. because of the nature of baseball, taking things in small sample sizes is kind of ridiculous, right? right? Exactly. Like, just the slumps could last This is a forever. sport yeah. where you're successful hitting if you fail 70% of the time. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, you can't have small sample sizes. I completely agree. New podcast alert. Life coaches Marguerite Pierce and Lindsay Jackson are bringing a rich blend of laughter, love, and wisdom to their podcast, Necessity. The pod seeks to reestablish the basic tenets of self-love, self-confidence, goal accomplishment, and the ability to love life on your own terms. Necessity is available on all major podcast platforms, so grab a cup and listen up as two coaches are on a mission to shift perspective one sip at a time. You know, there's a lot of talk about shortening the season or, you know, making things faster it, in baseball. Like, how do you feel about all that? So, okay, A, you do not need to uh, speed up the game. That whole idea is just ridiculous to me. I remember as a kid, the game being slower, and this is the greatest game ever. I mean, if you look at the 90s kids, I don't think I was in my own little bubble. We loved baseball. It was a really popular time with kids. My generation loved baseball, too. Exactly. We all grew up playing Little League. And it was a slower game than now. Yeah. You know, There's nothing innately wrong with it. I, there are certain things I think are better, keeping the batters inside the batter's box. Me, too. You know? I agree with that. Little things like that. The manager visits, I think that's an interesting point. I like that they cut those down. I yeah. like that. It's actually one of those things I think that people, that uh, the teams aren't using enough. They're too worried to use them. And then mm. there are many times when you need to talk to the pitcher that no one is because, oh, well, we only have five left. Like, you don't, you're not going to use them. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have three left at the end of it, you know? Uh, it's like getting five timeouts for one quarter or something, and you don't use a timeout. You got to save all five. Like, what are you talking about? Just use right, it. Yeah. right. <laughs> uh, but uh, th- those little things are great. Pitch clock, no. Get out of here. <laughs> that that. Oh my god, no. Well, not you even could, fi- you can not really hear the disdain, the disdain you that, have for that. That just bothers me so much because they're no, they're really. It, it's you take the the best part about baseball is the tension. The tension I agree. between I agree, every yeah. single pitch, especially in the playoffs. playoffs I agree. closer the, to juice ball the, talk. I, I did this on purpose, you know. No, uh, no, no. I, I'm I with you, you on that. That's the beauty of baseball. It's the tension, between, especially right. in the playoffs. That's the, why we love playoff baseball. One of the baseball. greatest yeah. games uh, that I've ever seen is is the bug bug game. I don't know if you remember this 2007 yeah, uh, yeah. playoffs yeah, 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 with yeah, the yeah. Indians and the Yankees. Jabba uh, Fausto Car- Carmona was on the other side. 
it was Andy Pettit for six innings, I believe, and then Jabba Chamberlain came yep. in and the the midges or were the the or the, yeah, I think that's what they were called. The, the, the bugs, the little around. tiny yeah. bugs, just yeah. swarmed him, and it changed the entire. I don't know how that game wasn't suspended for a moment or whatever, but fine, that, that game happened. But I think a lot of people forget that that was a one nothing game because Andy Pettit for five plus innings, I think it was five or six, was amazing in getting out of jams. That was that should have been a five run game for the Indians. It was only one, and bases loaded jams. He was getting out of them. Hmm. There wasn't offense. But there was innate tension every single pitch. It took 30 seconds or so, not the 15 or 20 that they want, which is ridiculous. Uh, you felt it every single time, and then we'd get that ground ball. And it was just as, as a fan watching this, we want guys on base because it's more fun adding yes. the tension to it. And it, not, not necessarily the runs on the board. Who cares necessarily? It's just about what's happening every single pitch. How are they doing it? And, I mean, for me personally, it's obviously different because I, I see the game less so as an event. That is like this is a single, this is a walk, this mm. is a strikeout, a home run, whatever. I see it pitch by pitch. I mean, we Brian, we watched games. Yeah, that's Tanaka start. Yeah, we were predicting each pitch that was happening. Right, yeah. you, you found actually how easy it was. Yeah, you understood. You know, oh right, he doesn't have a splitter now. He just bounced that one. He doesn't have confidence in it. He's going to throw his slider and his fastball. Oh man, is Devers going to hit that or not? He threw like seven straight sliders for balls. Right, <laughs> and but that's the thing. He couldn't execute it down and in because that's what he's trying to do. Yes. And the more that you understand those things, mm. oh man. It is, it is. There's not enough time to really like talk about everything that's going on in between each pitch. So if they want to shorten that, no, don't take that away from me. I, I'm I'm with it's, but the, it's but they're but they're not. The but, but the problem is like when they when they talk about shortening it too, they're not catering to you. They're trying to cater to the Understood. quote unquote average person, and the average person, I don't think it's going to care about a lot of what you're talking about. I think you're right. Um, I will say the average person was me as a kid, and that was no problem in the first place. Second, I would say, don't try and shorten it. Try and educate. Try and elevate the people. Try and be like, this is what's going on. Let me say this, and too. And get people that are broadcasting it to help teach you, like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to try and throw the this education's an interesting point. Yeah, and of all the leagues that have their own channel, NBA TV, MLB Network, MLB Network is easily the best one and most informative out of all of them. NHL, NFL Network, MLB is easily the best channel, and I think if more people watch that, they get into baseball more. I, I think they do a fantastic They're job. Great. I, I think – Societally, we're at this this point where we choose to not educate as much and try to like let's, for lack of a better term, dumb it down, right? Yeah, sure. or, yeah make it, or make it anything easily digestible, yeah. um, easier for you to consume. They're like in that terms with media, time. with music, yeah, and, everything. And that mm-hmm. that part of it bothers me. It's interesting because you're not this. You're and I, I think Nick is not this guy who's like, oh man, I didn't want to do anything to speed up the game at all. Like he's with me on the same page. We like the. Uh, amount of mound visits because I feel like sometimes that gets to be a bit too much, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, yeah. you like keeping the batters inside the box and stepping out and everybody adjusting their, you know, their gloves <laughs> and stuff. I Ridiculous. thought those things I thought were too much. Yep. Yeah. But th- yeah, I'm not a fan. I can of, get I'm it from a, f- a routine perspective. Though. I got it, but stay, you can stay in the box. Stay get in the box. Routine. Get a new <laughs> you know? routine. And you, you can yeah. adjust. People. Well, yeah, you could just move to the other side of the box, take a swing. Real yeah, quick right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in the NBA. I didn't, I didn't mind them saying like, "Hey, you can't go past the the key or the three point line when you step out for a free throw." Because he had dudes like Russell Westbrook who were walking to half court yeah. and coming back. Like, yeah. come on. And his free throw percentage uh, has gone down gone since. Down. I, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. but I do. <laughs> right, because it's in the same vein, right? It's in the same vein of that. And so – Well, you know I but think, you know basketball, though. You know Russell no, Westbrook. No, right? I'm no, playing into this. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. Say. <laughs> no, but in, obviously in the same vein, I think that, look, we, we can make things uh, more efficient. We can still like, like be likable. But, yes, you can still educate. I think that's a great point, right? Yeah. You can understand Learning's the intricacies of the game, why the tension is good. I think you were able to clearly explain that. Other people could do that. 
and say, oh, man, maybe I'll look at this playoff baseball game and understand why between this this 2-1 count with two outs in the bottom of the sixth and the bases loaded, why this 30 or 45 seconds before he throws his pitch, what he's thinking about, how he's communicating with his catcher, why all that matters, so right? So good. I mean, the innate I think it's great. is just the best part about baseball. Well, one of my favorite quotes is that once you realize that time is measured in outs, eternity is just a single away where you just got to keep Ooh, who getting. Said, who said that? I don't remember it. I, I don't like remember that. It, but I love it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I maybe even paraphrasing it, but that's essentially it. It's just like as there's no set clock. Yes, there's a l- lower chance of doing well. Of course, I mean, it's 22 to 1, and you're down to one out left. Right. Fine, you're not going to win that game. Right. But the innate, just there's, n- there's always time. You always need to throw the ball over the plate. Earl Weaver said that one. you got to give the guy his opportunities. So, uh, so I love that innate part about baseball, and the more that you want to – yeah, as you said, dumb it down for people. I, I understand. Uh, yeah, as a culture, that's what we do now. We want the shallow level. We want to do less. There's, our attention is is so valuable now. There's all these things trying to grab it more so than ever. Yeah. And so you have to appeal to that. But it's ruining it for guys like me. I mean, I guess I'm old school in that way of just <laughs> this This is such a beautiful sport. And the, the fact that even that stolen bases are still such a question mark. Uh, the perfect My favorite nature, stat in baseball. The Nick perfect, knows not, this. Yeah, right. Well, no, the, the perfection of the diamond in, you know, 90 feet to first base and how that's still not you – know, that's still perfect you're, for a grounder and going off to second base. The whole thing is just crazy. You're now speaking to something that I am annoyed that's really gone from the game. Stolen the, bases. Yes. 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 Because yeah. look at me, how valuable it is in the playoffs. This to well, me oh, right. This to me growing up yeah. was – one of the things I loved about the sport. Yes. I've always loved the speedy guy. I've I've always loved seeing <laughs> the guy. Henderson. I love Ricky Henderson. No wonder he's your co-host. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He likes the short and speedy guys. He really – he's really – Oh, yeah. Gerard team. Dyson's my yeah. guy. What do you I mean? Loved, I loved – I loved, you know, Reyes. Love Billy Hamilton when Reyes. he Malik hit. Smith now. Yeah. Malik yeah. Smith now. Yes. Yeah. I used to get on Malik Smith. But he he shut me up real quick. <laughs> quick. Yeah. No, I loved Reyes in 06. You know, these guys steal. You don't see that anymore. I hate that that's out of the game. Let's jump to something that seems like we all might hate here. It seems like we all are not fans of the juice ball. No. And, get out of here. And let me tell you why real quick. Go ahead. Because please. baseball wants to speed up the game, quote unquote, right? By juicing up the balls, we're just getting more home runs. And we're getting longer games and less action because you're not getting the base runners, Nick, that we were just talking about and that tension because you're just seeing balls get out of the home run right. park and things like that. Yes, as a Med fan, I like seeing Pete Alonso hit 53, but it kind of is a little bit with an asterisk because the balls are juiced. And without the juice balls, he probably gets 40. I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm, I've, pro- I've been a long time an anti-stereo guy. I don't want Nick to speak on this. But why are we okay with juicing the balls but not juicing the players? Exactly. Right? Like, like that's kind of this Like, this now we're going to drug here. the ball instead of yeah, the people. But the play- the- and I'm not a steroid person. I am not for it, obviously. But it's it's hypocrisy. Hi- hypocritical yeah. to juice the balls but it's just straight hypocrisy. not find the people There's so stuff. much to unpack here. And as, so. and well, as, please unpack. And, this and, is why we're here. And as, and as at pitcher list on Twitter – you have to be annoyed by this because it worst. also hurts the pitching metrics that we see. Like guys like Noah Syndergaard having a four ERA all season. Well, okay, Uh-oh. <laughs> Syndergaard. Uh-oh. Like, do not bring Syndergaard into this because Syndergaard has his own issues. That juice ball aside. Well, I'm saying guys problem. like, but but yeah, fair you, enough. Yeah, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to bring his name? All right, I uh, okay. So so first of all, talking about the steroid error versus the juice ball error, I uh, this is still a problem. Steroids are – it's not something that is just gone from the game. Yes, guys are getting – some guys are getting suspended, and that's it. 
Mm. But there are, I mean, if, if you think that those are the only players that are juiced. Yeah. Come on. It's, right. I mean, so many are, and uh, I don't have inside information. I'm not, this is all completely just conjecture or whatever. Right. But it's, it's very, it's very apparent that there are things and it's just pushing the limit of like what MLB will catch you on or allow. And it's, it's, it's one of those cases kind of like Trevor Bauer talking about the Astros. Maybe they're using pine tar on their hands and stuff. And you see pictures all the time with, you know, with goop on their, their hats and all that kind of stuff. And it's one of these unwritten rules. It's kind of like look, looked away from. But it doesn't make sense. Just make it the rule. Be like, okay, you can or you can't. And honestly, if you ask me, I mean, when it comes to PEDs and all that kind of stuff, you either need to do the most rigorous, unbelievable, every single rule done. You're banned for life if you get out of it. You have to, you have to be that rigorous about it or don't do it at all. It's, there's no gray area. This gray area is just ruining everything. Uh, and that, that's a problem there. At the same time, I enjoyed baseball in the 90s. I know the steroid era, it was a thing. It didn't make it better, but it's baseball. I enjoyed it. I, I love the Sammy Sosa, uh, Mark McGuire. We all did. Yeah. It, it was great. And, and I think uh, there's often a, I don't know, a, a blanket haze or a, a disgust or so that we look back at that. Like, oh, the steroid era. Oh, man, these guys are not real baseball. It, nevertheless, like I, I look back and then those are – some of the best days of baseball Those was fun. That, you know? that, but that was when and, baseball was the number the one sport. Well, the thing, too, is also that, I mean, we have the juice ball now, and we look at home run numbers. There's more home runs now than ever. Okay, so I just pulled this up, right? It's ridiculous. The record I for agree. most home runs in a season for the league, for Major League Baseball, is oh, 6,106 yeah. 6, yeah, that they year, set. Though. That was set this year yeah. uh, on September 11th, yep. right? We're still like two, three weeks left to play in the regular season. The Yankees had the most home runs as a team last year, the and Twins. multiple teams, multiple teams have gone past, past them. Past Twins did it first, right. yes, but multiple teams are past that now. I mean, there there's so many stats. I tried to find more behind, beforehand, but there are things like uh, there's one metric I don't remember exactly, but essentially only 23 teams had done it, and then now 24 teams as a whole have done it this year. What I mainly it, don't it, it's it's just crazy how many home runs are and, being hit. And what I mainly don't like to the points of that both of you guys made mm -hmm. uh is that you're not also seeing the base runners, you're seeing mostly solo home runs right. because RBIs yeah. are down. RBIs are down for a lot of these guys too that are getting these home runs and you're not seeing contact, you're not seeing batting average, you're just seeing home runs or strikeouts. So you're not seeing you're just well, well, you're seeing, don't forget walks in there, the three true outcomes. Right. Right. So you're seeing you're seeing strike, strike, foul ball, ball, home run. Right, you know what I mean? Like, I, well, no, okay, there's so, not a lot of. So we, oh, this is this is what I would do, and I know this is nuts mm -hmm. to say, to even suggest. It, it's it, like, it, it might not. Oh, be. Uh, yeah, come on! It, it's the <laughs> an, it's the anti-Mets approach, which I mean is Ooh. they had it right, and then they messed it up where they brought in the the fences, push them back. That's all you mm. need to do. Just push back the fences a bit. If you're really too worried about this, then you just get doubles, then you get triples and stuff. That's fine. Which I like. I don't think they're going to. I love the way City they're Field, not actually, do City this. Field actually played before, but they're not going to do that. that. That's one, that's one uh, proposal. So now I, I see why you said it's They Andy. pushed it's it back because they already had 10 home runs in a season. Yeah. That's why they're not going to. No, yeah, they're not going to. There's gonna, no way that's going to happen. Also, the players are not going to want that. Because they want they, home runs. they want numbers. They want their, their paycheck. I mean, home, they want yeah. arbitration that still favors wins and RBI and runs as. as yeah. So it, it's yeah. so they Wins. want that stuff. So the Wins. systems, I, I can get to that oh. in a whole nother. That's a whole nother. We just, the we systems just need a are new broken. Metric. That's all we need. The systems that's are broken. Easy. Basically, I agree. Well, <laughs> we do. When wins, the people who still value wins, 
I don't understand why. Yeah, they never were valuable in the first place. That that's the first. That's the first thing. It's literally the most overrated stat in sports. I've said this before. Wins, uh, pitching wins, pitching wins. Ooh. Absolutely. Like, Ooh. like, what does it mean? What's more overrated Bec- than pitching? Because wins? if you're, and you can speak to this more. What about, points, what about points per game? No, I still think that means something. But like, you should evaluate what kind of team you're playing on, who you're playing with, yeah. how many opportunities, and how many opportunities you get to Efficiency that. Efficiency right? and so, things. But like. I do feel like it means a little bit more than wins, right? And here's what I said: because wins, a lot of wins to me, and I would love to hear this because you're yeah, a former sure. pitcher. A lot of it comes down to how much run support you get. One hundred percent. Yeah. So. If I get a whole bunch of run support, but then I give up five runs, but my team spotted me nine in the first inning, yo, I can I can be good, right? But that doesn't mean that I am good. I, I think <laughs> I got one for you. Well, go ahead, Nick. Go, well, okay. So in 2016, Rick Porcello won the Cy Young Award over Justin Verlander. Yes. I call him the thief because. Oh yeah. <laughs> you call him the thief? I call him the thief. <laughs> he has nicknames for literally. Everybody. Oh, I have. I have I too like many. But he had 22 After wins this, that tell year. him the Vargas rule because he'll like oh, yeah, that yeah. one. 22, Jason, he had 22. As in Jason Vargas? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 22 wins in 2016. In that season, he, I believe he had over two more runs per uh, per start on the Red Sox than any other starter. So his huh. run support was like essentially 25% more than anyone else. I mean, of course you're going to get 22 wins. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, you had a 315 ERA, which was good. Actually, that was a year of like bad ERAs. But that was a season also that Verlander from May 15th on had a 242 ERA. He deserved it so much, but he didn't have 22 wins. So there you go. The run support wasn't there. I 100% agree with you. The win is, is stupid. We just – the problem is we don't have – I mean, how elegant is a win? That's a wonderful stat. It sounds right. great. It sounds nice, yeah. right? It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that pitcher won. He won it for his team. You know, it's – it's ridiculous, and that's the only reason why we're really holding on to it. We had an opportunity in quality start. I think quality start is a bad metric, too, because of mm. four points. I, I, have, um, I have a stat called the P- VPQS, which is when a guy goes nine base runners exactly and then allows 300 runs in six innings. It's a very, huh. very poor quality start. Right. And then you add another V for every base runner. So if he adds 10 base runners, it's a VV poor quality start, yeah, and then um. so on and so forth. Then you can do people. It doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> I still like it because it, t- it shows you the exact it, it just, quality. It just said, that. like, that's not a good start, Sorry, especially right. in fantasy. You should which, see I mean, when we're he, not talking about that, but 4.5 sh- ERA hurts you. That's you, not a good thing. You should have seen when he explained this to Bill Pito. It, it was it was hilarious. Oh, man. I loved, I loved messing Bill <laughs> was Pito his, up. Was, was, his, <laughs> was his mind blown or could he? Could he... I mean, him, just even him. I told him about the Vulcan changeup of Chris Paddock. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, so you make the Vulcan sign. And he goes like, what is the Vulcan? <laughs> it's on his <laughs> reel, I think. <laughs> like, it's a Vulcan. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love – oh, Bill is the best. So do you, do you think that people are – because I don't know how – I haven't had this conversation a lot. Do you think people are on our side or how we all feel about the wins? Is Are, are we trending to finding a better metric to actually evaluate pitchers in baseball? 100%, are, yeah. So you feel like it's trending in the right way yes. with that? Oh, okay. totally. The fact that DeGrom won the Cy Young last year. Last year, year was you know, good. And, and even Felix winning it, um, when I believe he had 13-12 or 12 He was 12, like 11. 13, yeah. yeah. He and like he had that over someone that had a 17 or 18 win year. Which, yes. again, think about that. It's just five games of, you know, you pitched one earned run ball and you guys, the guys didn't get the win for you. you right. know, it's ridiculous. So the win is terrible. I think there are a lot more... I don't know. We can essentially just improve upon the quality start. We, if we wanted to find it as six innings or five, it could be a situation of uh, if it's if you have I don't know a ten to one lead and it's your five innings in, like you don't need to stay in there. So it'll just give some guys some other opportunity. I don't know. There, there are a lot of opportunities for it, but we just gotta. I don't know, just don't call it a win. That's, yeah, let's just get we just get rid of it. That's the problem. Give, give us three. Well, first completion percentage. That's what I wanted to say. 
Completion. Oh, in, in, in terms of overrated, that's up there. That is up there. <laughs> completion percentage. That. that is up there. Very oh, overrated. Oh, like if he throw like a little shovel, if screen pass or something. Because like he hates. Relative. He hates like everyone throws seventy percent now. Eight for eleven for seventy nine yards. Everyone's going you know? eight for eleven. I know you're not the big football oh, guy, no, no. but well, like, I mean, yeah. everyone at the end of the first half of a football game is eleven <laughs> for fourteen for a hundred and two <laughs> yards and a touchdown with no interceptions, you know, I, and it pisses me off. I was actually talking. <laughs> I about, hate it. I was talking to Chris Towers yesterday just about like the. You know, we have the shift in baseball. We have all these advanced analytics and what kind of stuff is changing in football. And the idea is that you don't have any 400 carry guys anymore. You don't have running backs. It's moving away from running backs and moving towards oh, yeah. your, your passers. Well, that, part of it is because people are so worried about concussions and CT. Well, the, the, the running sure. backs, but so, the running back went into value, too. It's almost like, you know, football as a whole just shouldn't exist because it's <laughs> American gladiators and it's true. That is sense. a whole nother story about whether it should exist or not. Here's the thing. It's a terrible at story. Some point, at some point in society, I think we're going to look back and be like, yo, doing that was kind of stupid. Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. Give me three, your favorite three pitching metrics to actually measure, because wins aren't obviously one of them, Sure. to actually measure a pitcher's greatness. Okay, so we have a lot of different ways you can look at it. Uh, there... It's there's no right answer here. Just so, just so we're clear, I will say. But the it, three that you normally use, the ones that I use to really judge, like, okay, is this guy performing well? Yes. So a guy can do well in one thing, but if he's not consistent through the entire start, then that's a problem itself. But uh, I, for example, have a stat called called strikes plus whiffs (CSW). It just says yes. how many times is a pitcher doing something positive for him. So a called strike or a whiff, that is, anytime he gets a strike, that is called by the umpire, or the guy doesn't swing, or the guy swings and misses, not foul balls. Flat out misses. This is always a positive for a pitcher, right? It's just, it's just I'm doing well. You're not, <laughs> right? So mm. the more that you can say, oh, this guy gets higher CSW than the other pitchers, that's clearly in a, an indication of success, right? Makes sense to me. Uh, and removes any sort of luck you could say about a batted ball or a weak contact or anything like that. Uh, I mean, there is obviously a skill to that, but that's so much harder to quantify. Um, so that's something I definitely look at a lot. Obviously, strikeout percentage is just clearly a good thing yeah right um the one that i think is overlooked a decent amount is innings per start to be an effective mm. pitcher you need to go mm. deep into the game seven you know yeah. it, it's it's kind of amazing how well the brewers have done in september say for the last couple games when their starters aren't even going a full five innings it's really just maddening because guys are doing really well but they say oh hey it's the third time through the lineup get out of here you're done because we don't want to risk you see you know facing this guy a third time today so they'll be pulled in the fifth inning with one or two outs and so it's just 4.2 innings that's it done and it's ridiculous this is something like three years that. ago three years ago if you saw this once or twice from a picture like what was he hurt was something wrong and now he's we're we're used to this uh six inning guys are just not as as popular nope. as they used to be so it's about going deep into a game six plus innings 
having effectiveness with your pitches and getting guys out with K rate. I would say also, I mean, if you can have a low hip or nine, that's great, but sometimes that is luck based. You have to have a good BABIP, which is, I mean, this year, Verlander is a 219 BABIP, which is nuts. It's like the third lowest in the past 25 years or so. Yeah, I'd read that. Mm-hmm. Marco Estrada, 217 or 216, and uh, Julio Tehran last year, 217. Two guys I hate. It's so maddening. <laughs> it's so maddening. I mean, I love them when they work. Don't worry. I don't actually hate a pitcher, but it's just like, oh, my God. Uh, who's who's <laughs> the – speaking of Cy yeah. Young races, who's the best pitchers in, in the game in each league that you'd say right now? Oh, man. I, well, we know DeGrom. Yeah. Are you not trying to give DeGrom oh. love? Uh-oh. Well, you're talking about the, the absolute quintessential best pitcher. Yeah, like no, right? I mean, what, whatever you. So think, we're yeah. not necessarily talking this about season. the season of like how good was the season consistently. No, I, I, like, I had to say. I oh, mean, are you like, saying overall, Dex? Yeah, and I'm kind of saying like oh. almost even take that overall. Your thoughts? Maybe you can look at some metrics and hey, if I take this picture for one game, who who you take? Right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You got. I still go to ground. I still do that. Don't worry. Don't, don't take your boy Ryu. No way. Get out of here. I love Hunjin Ryu. That's your boy? Yes. Okay. It, I mean, he's yes. doing it with like a 23% I sh- K rate. <laughs> it's just so much luck in the field. I mean, they have in, a great defense. Which Not helps. what Marcus Stroman has, which is why he has a 1.51 whip before his last start yep. as a Met. It's a terrible matchup for him. Like, the Mets don't fit what Stroman does. As a ground, as a ground ball pitcher, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's the worst defense. He doesn't have good defense. But, right. so well, Ahmed Rosario. like, no, don't go to the Mets. But see, <laughs> but see I'm glad you look at that's that stuff because that stuff all matters, right? And people too. don't yeah. think about I mean, that, too. It affects yeah. Stroman a lot, you know? Yep. So he's done well, Ahmed well, Rosario but... should be a good fielder. He just underperformed this year. I mean, it's just... So you're taking DeGrom in the National League if yes. you had to. Yeah, you... I think I'm going to do that. I mean, but... what Jack Flaherty has done over the past two months, three months, has been absurd. I I mean we're talking like a one ERA in this time and he's going today. I'm really really excited about him going. I was hoping he would save it for the wild card game, but the Cardinals can't win a game right now. So we get Jack Flaherty. It's fine. Uh, in the American League, I still don't have your answer. Verlander or Cole or Cole. Yep. I mean the what what Cole Cole's, has Cole's been yeah. fantastic. Cole has done. I I believe that Justin Verlander has the best mechanics in baseball. Um, the way that he gets his arm up and comes straight through it and just uses everything straight down into the ball and doesn't sling it, doesn't put too much strain on his shoulder, it's perfect. I can't believe he's still doing it at this level. Well, I am based on those <laughs> mechanics. Do you think? Do you, yeah, and, so, and that's interesting. He can still do it at that. Because I remember him time. coming in with Liriano, and I thought Liriano would be better. Well, Liriano, no, the way he threw a slider it didn't surprise me at all that he heard his arm. Well, I was twelve, so I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Do you, Cole, do you think Cole is this good and? Right, he's yes. going so, to get paid. So this is the thing. This is the, this yeah. is my I think my hesitation is that I it's so believable for Verlander. Cole, yes, obviously what he's been doing, but I, I think this is going to be his career year. Verlander, this is essentially mm. a, two straight years of this in Houston, right? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I'm not shocked. So I mean, this is yeah. what he does. I uh, I mean, also not to mention the juice ball hasn't helped him at all. The reason his BABIP is lower is because balls in play have gone out of the yard, so that's not even a ball in play. Right. Uh, so it should be higher a little bit, but that, but it'd still be like 240 or something along those lines. But Cole, the problem with me buying into Cole is that his fastball is as good as it's ever been. I mean, it's ridiculous what he's doing with it now and his command of it. Verlander has had this fastball forever. Yep. And so, so f- it's a little bit more believable for me that it's going to be consistent for Verlander moving forward. I mean, I want Verlander to get it just because he got 2016 pulled away from him, and he didn't deserve that. So, mm. and he got no hitter. There you go, guys. Just give him that. Go. Give him that. <laughs> Do you? Uh, back to the juice balls, real quick. Yeah, go. Um, it doesn't seem like this error is going away anytime well, soon. Well, okay, okay, hold on. It, it, maybe, maybe. Is it? Is yeah, it? Okay, so uh, this is... Manfred might come back down to earth. No, no, no. He finally admitted to it. 
Yeah. And it's ridiculous after... Yeah. But he didn't do anything about it. He just admitted it. Well, he can't do anything Well, he's been gaslighting season. us the entire year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what's he, what's he going to do, though, in the middle of the season, though? Well, you can't. But well, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Maybe say, no, this, you can say things, though. You can say, like, okay, we address right. this. We understand. This offseason, they'll probably do the something. Problem, et cetera. And then, yeah, that we are going to adjust this. But he didn't say... Well, no, of course that. not. Right. <laughs> and which is just... I mean... It's just from all of us. It's just maddening, you know. It, it, it with any sort of boss or anything like that, you're like, you have to. How, how are you making these decisions? <laughs> you know, just like be honest with us. That's all you want because we're clearly not wrong about this. But uh, can we trust them to be honest if they look at this and say this is good for business? Can you say that about any commissioner? No, <laughs> I know. I do. Yeah, and that right? that's kind of well, the right, question yeah. I'm asking, so, right? Like, yeah. So we don't know. I mean, is it good for business? Is my other question. The, I mean, ah. is attendance up this year? I haven't looked at these numbers. Is attendance up this year? The Marlins gained even, three more fans okay, it, on even, average. Yeah. They did. No, legit. It was yeah, three yeah, more. Yeah, four showed up. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, I mean, even if you said that attendance is up, right. can you really say it's a juice ball? So Ratings, too? You can't. because and I, would, you, I, I would argue well, the social media presence has gone way up. They yes. definitely focus more on that, and that's a huge and that's good. Yes. That's a huge However, yes. Major League Baseball might, in their minds, rationalize it, be like, oh, hey, it it's, worked. That's totally because possible. That's yeah. what people and that, do. And, that, and that's what I could see, and they'll look back and say, hey, when we talk, when we talk about the juiced era in the 90s, you know, you had the whole chicks thing, dig the long ball, that campaign, people like that. People seem to like the long ball. People were. We all said that we were into the McGuire Sosa yeah, sure. race and all, all. They that, need somebody to stuff. get eighty-five home runs, and then they'll be like, "All right, all right, we're gonna stop this." I mean, That's if Judge see, was healthy I w- this year for the full year, maybe that would have happened. <laughs> but I see. I wonder about that, right? Like, where does it get to the point where it's quote unquote ridiculous, right? Where when like, Ahmed oh, Rosario gets much. thirty-five home runs well, next year. Okay, so I am curious. <laughs> there is actually talk that the the balls are going to be different next year. This is. I mean, we don't know. Can we just play with regular baseballs? <laughs> like is that not an option? What, what is, what is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was oh, going to ask that. I was going to ask that. Nick asked <laughs> right? same thing. Like, what is a regular baseball? I mean, Go to so, Steiner's so techni- or something and just get one. So, like. so technically, well, what is okay? Uh, so technically, the the corks are much tighter and better and more true. So when they go off the bat, there isn't any sort of inconsistency off the ball, and that's why it's going. So it's not like I mean, yeah, when you say juiced ball, I mean, what is the image in your head of this baseball? For me, it's, right? for me, it's that if if the, you take a baseball, you stick a needle in it like a steroid. Put it into it's a little home run. You just pump like you know how when like you know how when dudes take steroids. I don't know, but I hear that they get a needle shoved up their ass. So like with the baseball, basically, you just take one of the seams, you just put the needle in, and then boom, you have a juice it's ball. Not that's up. what I think. It's not up. It's just the butt cheek. They just put it in the. Well, butt that's cheek, what I meant. Right? I didn't up. mean literally up the ass. That's what yes. you said. But, but like you said in up the, the ass. in the ass, you literally cheek. said up the ass. No, I know. Yeah. Like, but like, you literally said up because the ass. it was comedically better. Like sometimes you know what I'm saying jokes yeah. are better than facts. Sometimes. I guess occasionally. Oh, ooh, that's a that's a phrase. Occasionally. That, occasionally. Occasionally. Um, so yeah, not often Twitter. Relax. Yeah I, who, who, yeah, I don't know where this is going or how this is going to play out, but I'm not here for the juice balls. No, I don't. I don't no, think man. any of us are, honestly. And uh, really, I just got to say, we loved it as kids as steroid era era. And even so, like this year, we still have seen more home runs ever. Listen, by an unbelievable amount. As as a lifelong Met fan, I saw Peter Alonso crying after he hit the record-setting home run, and I rolled my eyes. That's where I am with the juice balls. Ouch. That's where I am with the juice balls. And shout out to Pete Alonso because that's a remarkable accomplishment. But I just, like, I, I don't know how to measure that. Well, right. Well, I am happy for the Mets, though. The fact that he's doing it and it's not someone else in the league. You have to give him credit. He has 53 home runs. Not everyone has 53 home runs. Regardless yeah, of the juice that's ball, true. 
he and has I, this, and that's great. It's not. I, I'm not going to give an asterisk to it because he's excelling on the field in a way that other guys aren't. And I yes, just, relative to Judge, I get it. Yeah. We can, he can have I just that. Don't know, fine. I just don't know how to measure it because the balls are so juiced. Measure it like, as awesome. O- like Omar Navarez see, has see, 25 home runs. I See, him just saying that, measuring it as awesome, that's kind of where I came around to even the steroid era, right? Like, I'm a supporter. I think Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Especially if you No look, one else. Everyone was on steroids, but he did this. Okay, great. He was great. Yeah. And if you yeah. want to say... And he was doing that we before. Don't know, we don't know when yeah. he was yeah. juicing. Like right, none of yeah. us know. He was but a lot of people don't think in Pittsburgh. But you he can was. see. You can but see. But you kind of can see when he physically changed. Yeah. If you go His to head got big. If you go to that point, which for a lot of people is ninety seven or ninety eight, right? Like if you go to that point and you look at his numbers even before that. They're insane. No, no, he was a Hall of Famer beforehand. And yes. he actually has even said he saw all the attention that Maguire and Sosa got, and he got pissed off. And he said, <laughs> and so he said, yo. I'm not even joking. He's like, I, he's like, I'm better than these dudes. Right, I'm going well, why to. Why am I not getting yeah. this attention? Yeah. I understand. I'm not saying it's right. I understand it. And like you said, he was a Hall of Famer before that, Nick, if you want to have that line or time or whatever. So I'm with you. You know what I look Sosa at? Clemens. You have a juice ball, you have people juicing, people still were. Putting up numbers is pretty awesome. Yeah. Just call it that and let it be that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, that's fine. All right, let's look at let's look at the the league in this season. How interesting did you find this season? Uh, what do we had a couple? What four hundred win teams do we have? Yeah, it was okay. So you got like four fifty win teams. I maybe. okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrified because Ooh, the uh-oh. CBA is coming, and I oh, am terrified that a strike is yeah that a strike is coming. Because this is what's happening is you're seeing less parity than you used to. I mean, even entering the year, uh, it was a surprise that the Twins were this good. But essentially, everything was exactly as we expected with the American League. Would you add another wild card? No. Well, no, no. No. (laughs) Wait, that's a thought? Is that actually, actually no. a thought? That's an idea I've, I've heard been floating around. Heard that. Yes, yes. I've never heard no. that. Yes. No, no, that's a terrible idea. I love yes. the second wild card. If anything, if idea, anything but... just extend the division series to seven. That's what I would do. I, 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 it's, it's, crazy, it's crazy to me that you have a better chance of beating a good team in the championship series than you do the division. I'm, actually, I, it's, I'm, I'm actually a fan of that, so I'm with you. Well, that it's makes weird. No sense to it's me, weird because so. I like it in the reverse. Basketball does it? But I like it in the reverse for basketball. I liked it better when it was best of five. I'm torn on that. Because you have Allen Houston being the Heat. Yes. No, no, no. I, not, I, that was a great. Hey, I, was, I was a fan as a kid. A all right. Day. No, but it's not even that. It's Off just the backboard. It's just because in basketball, <laughs> in basketball, typically, well, not this year, but typically you'll have less parity. So usually, if it's what and Howard Beck has said this on his podcast too, and he said this when he was up here, I think, uh, when you get one versus eight. Well, that's another thing too. The disparity between teams is much greater in basketball well, yeah. that make the playoffs and in the baseball. Playoffs. So when you yeah, get yeah. one versus eight, you don't want to watch four games of that or it's five or whatever. Like just three and get out of here. Thank you, thank you for coming. Whatever. Like I understand that. I do understand all that. I do think there's something to you play. But in baseball, games. I think it makes sense well, to go. Well, to this seven. is a really yeah. good way of putting it. Is that most pitching staffs to get a hundred plus wins, you don't need just one or two good starters. You need a full rotation. Mm-hmm. You need at least three, mm-hmm. not four. But if you get to a DS, I mean, it's essentially one and a half starters that you need. Great you po- need great one point. ace. And I remember actually the Yankees against the Twins when Yohan Santana was on uh, the Twins, mm. where they almost lost game two. I think it was like 2007 or 2006, before he was a Met, of course. Yes. Where they lost against Johan Santana, and the Yankees came back to win in the ninth against their, their second starter. If they didn't win that, then they, you know, then they won the other games that Johan Santana didn't pitch. But they would have lost that series because they had an ace. 
So all they needed to go is one for three, essentially, against yep. their non-aces. And that's not a good thing. A baseball team is not just one ace, right? It, it's a lot of pitchers. It's a lot of depths. And I want that to be a, a thing. I want that to be an important measure that's of a, a team. Really, that's that's excellent. I like that. So here's the problem yeah. with the Astros. I mean, yep. everyone's talking about the addition of Granke. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Because you already have two. You have Cole and Verlander. Sure, it elevates the chances if, okay, someone beats Cole or Verlander, fine, you have Granky as a good backup option. But that really, honestly, wasn't a major play because you're trying to, as the Astros, you, you're trying to make them beat Verlander and Cole. That's it. And if they can't beat that, then you lose. And that's really still going to be the MO of these teams. So it, I, the more that you can extend the series and make them be exposed to their weaknesses, the better. Make Give, me, give it to the more balanced team. This is why the Cardinals... 83 wins and they won right. the World Series. Yes. Yeah, I was going to break. This. I was thinking I about that. I hate this so much. <laughs> no, you're, you, wait, so you're bothered that they're, they're 83 wins and they got. Yeah, they, they got. I mean, they got hot at the right time. Uh, and that yeah. was also a situation where they could just, you know, the ALDS. Then there wasn't the 83 win team. They were still that same team, but they yeah. just kind of, it was a war of attrition and they got through it. Do you like the single game wild card, though? Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay, yeah. Okay. I feel oh, like that adds best. tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there are people who are anti that. No, it's great. No, that adds a lot of Emphasize to win the division. And Me it also too. gives I'm a chance. You. It's not just like there, it was for ages, the Yankees and the Red Sox. You know, there's, it doesn't really matter who wins the division. Now it does. Yeah. I, do, I like that. I'm, oh, I'm so and a few years That's ago. That's what I liked about the second wild card. Well, I mean, in and a few years ago when the Mets, after their World Series season, when they had the wild card at home, like that was a very, they lost, but that was a very <laughs> tension-filled, exciting <laughs> game. I, mean, yeah. I, remember, I remember making a bet, actually, that the Mets wouldn't make the playoffs next year after making it to the World Series. And then, uh, then my friends said, see, they made it to the playoffs. I'm like, did they really, though? Because they, they really, weren't going to win that funny? game. You know what's funny? It, it, didn't, it doesn't right. feel like it. You know, no one thought that they were going to win against Bumgarner. I feel, here's something I would like to add. And Familia I don't, blew the save. I, don't think, I, I think if you lose a wild card game, you shouldn't be counted as a playoff team. Wow. If, if you, you don't lose? lose? No, I'm, I'm not going to agree did. with that because the Royals won uh, from that wild card. I mean, you're saying if they lose, they shouldn't be considered. Yeah, they yeah, shouldn't be considered. But they got a chance, though. I think I think you're still a playoff team. Yeah, yeah you're a playoff team. You're still a playoff team. Do you, do you? I do like that in baseball. Only a third of the teams division, make it to the playoffs. And division winner is holds a bigger weight still. Your That's playoff true. Team, they would just you know you won the division. That's Does bigger. it bother you? I don't know. It kind of bothers me. I said this to you before. Baseball, I think they do a little bit too much with the celebrating after each. Oh, yeah, I think, that, I think that's funny. It's a little bit much. Like, okay, I made the playoffs. We got champagne. Got it. Oh, yeah. Totally fine with that. Oh, no, I would, I, oh, would, I, don't, I don't mind no, no, no. it. I, I personally am like, yeah, I went as a player. I'd be like, no, no, I'm not celebrating until yeah. we win the Division World Series. Division Series celebration? No, I, until, no. until we win the World Series, I'm not celebrating. I would celebrate Division title. No, so no, I'm um, totally fine with celebrating making the playoffs and getting into the winning the division. I think that is a but not each so, series. No, man, I would no, be, not okay, each. I would, okay, I would be the yeah, guy like, no, are you I proud agree. of this? Like, no, we got to focus. We got it. We got it. I be that. We got to go. Because I think it. these guys play 162 games. They play a lot. I'm yeah, totally they, fine they with getting ride, into yeah. the playoffs. You want to yeah. celebrate and have a champagne celebration? I've been in the locker room for these. I it's the clubhouse. It's I'm all with it. After the division series, no. After the LCS, so sure. no. You like what the New York Rangers did a few years ago when they were going to the Stanley Cup and they were presented with the trophy that you get as an Eastern yeah. Conference championship, and they were like, "Yeah, the, whatever." Yeah, we, we right. Yeah, Stanley I like Cup. that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, I'll say this: the funniest part about the whole champagne of winning the division or whatever making it to the playoffs yeah. is that it's called the hangover lineup, which is the next day for <laughs> fantasy games. You might want to have the pitcher that's going against them because that's going to be the B lineup. Mm. And it's a, it's a hilarious thing that's just the product of these celebrations. Celebrate. 
it sounds like you're very high on Houston. I don't know if you are because you're also a Yankee fan. I'm a Yankee fan. I I mean, are you concerned about their pitching? By the, the way, the Yankees. Yes. I mean, the fact that yeah, Paxton's getting cheeky on us is a little bit terrifying, and the fact that uh, yes, that was a joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the fact that Severino just walked four guys yesterday. I am a little bit. Uh, we'll see how Tanaka looks today. I. No Domingo. I, I very much, yeah, I very much believe in this Yankee team, though. It's kind of nuts uh, how many injuries they've endured this entire season. This guy's had a it's, lot. It's unreal yeah. what they've gone through. Yeah. And uh, do they I mean, have the pitching to win? Of course they do. I okay. mean, it's the the fact that you're focusing on the pitching but not the hitting because their pitching doesn't need to be. One earned run, zero earned runs. That's true. The balls are still juiced. So I mean, <laughs> they play a Yankee that's stadium. A, the Yankee lineup is ridiculous. I mean, with the amount of depth too. If yeah. one guy isn't doing it, fine. We'll just do the other guy. You know, they have so many options in that lineup that I, I have to believe that the pitching is good enough, and the bullpen is still great. Yes, even without true. Dylan Batanzas. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's still phenomenal. So you just need a six inning, two and run game for one of these starters. Get and quality you can get starts all the time. from the starters. Six yeah. innings and even three and runs, you're still in it because they you'll get to that bullpen of the Astros of the okay, Twins that's where easily. I was and that's, I mean, how many times have the Yankees come back and won this year? A million times. I was going to say, are you confident that if the Yankees and Ma- Astros match up in that's the That's going to be the greatest. That can, I cannot wait. can you guys hit Cole, can you guys hit Verlander and get to that bullpen? So, I mean, even if you get one, only one or two off of them, which, by the way, they do that a lot. Verlander just allowed three yesterday, okay? It's not like it's unheard of. Uh, not to mention really high home run per nine from Verlander. That's how he gives up all of his runs. Even he was complaining about it, if you remember, in yeah, June. Yeah, yeah, do remember. Uh, he had near two home run per nine at that point. Okay, We've two home runs a game. Sweet. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, that that still could be good enough. And the fact that these guys have also lost games, and they haven't played the Yankees every single time. And they're not this unstoppable force. You know, It's not a sub-two ERA from them. Right. This is something that's very much playoff baseball. Anything can happen. And I'm not saying necessarily that I'm favoring the Yankees. I mean, the Astros lineup itself is amazing. Bregman is an MVP contender. Uh, I mean, it's not DJ LeMahieu, but right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. That's like the greatest signing ever. It's one of the most wow. underrated man. signings man. by Cashman. The second that happened, everyone was so upset that we were out on Machado. Yes, I'm a Yankee fan. I try not to show it. But uh, the fact that I, LeMahieu outperformed Machado this year is just it's ridiculous. Crazy. I love it. It's crazy. You've got to love it. But, yeah, the Astros, I mean, that's I, – I hope that is the series. I would be very upset if the Rays, the Athletics, or the Twins advance. I'm sorry for the small market people. Mm. But you're just stealing away the, well, no, one we of all, the greatest series we that we're going to have in a long Astros. time. It's going to yeah. be amazing. I'm, I would be excited to see that. Hopefully, you know, the Yankees don't, like, choke against the Twins or anything like that because that would no. be – But, no, if, you had no, the no, bet, but if you had to bet your money on a World Series, would you – Still take the Yankees, or would you take uh, well, what, Dodgers what are the Astros? Odds? What are the odds? Would you take Dodgers Astros? What are the odds? I don't know. I don't even know. I would I imagine. I would imagine the odds are not in the Yankee favor. In that case, I would take the Yankees. But well, I would yeah, say if it's like all 50-50 even and stuff, yeah, obviously you want to do the chalk. Well, what about what about what about what about just knife to your throat? I mean, like yeah, if someone yeah, had yeah, to make. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. yeah Astros. Dodgers. I like how you brought back knife to your throat. Yeah, I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want him to bring back all the time. So, so we had a we had a discussion a while ago. About because he was asking uh, somebody else gun to your head, and then I was like, "Why is a gun to your head not knife to your throat?" Because knife to your throat was a little more forceful than gun to your head. What if the gun is jammed? It's more messy. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Nick is like, "What kind of podcast is this?" But Nick, Nick, you know me, bro. Like, you what know about, how I what get about down. pushing you outside of an airplane? How about that? Oh, <laughs> why is it like you're off the ledge of airplane? Yeah, go skydiving, no parachute. <laughs> no, listen, we already talked that's, about that's skydiving. Scary and dangerous. I don't Wait, like no heights. parachute. Well, I'm just saying, if you're going to be in the violent 
threat situation where you can lose your life. Oh, it, would have to, it would have to be that, People right? do that sky. No, 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 no. Nobody does that. Yeah. Favorite sleeper pitcher in baseball this season from this season? Well, okay. So we're looking about. forward to 2020? Or yes, just that like... you think they can keep it up. Edwin they had a Diaz. great year this year that you think they can keep it up moving forward. Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, well, I will say, guys, that I, I, I'm really excited about for next year that no one's talking about. Yeah, give about. us a few. Give yeah, us a few. Griffin yeah. Cannon. I mean, essentially, the, the Angels Yeah, you've staff, been talking about Griffin, Griffin Cannon all season. Stuff is so good. Same Heavily with, featured on pitcher lists. Uh. <laughs> Andrew Heaney as well. As okay. Yeah, too. Um, love him. The thing I, I love the most when it comes to pitching approaches is separation of your fastballs up and then your secondary stuff down. Uh, Andrew Heaney does this really well. And what that does is that you can throw up and then stay on the same tunnel, and then the pitch will just come down and separate. Mm. And you can't tell as a hitter. Should be looking up, should be looking down. What is this out of his hand? And if you have that good separation, I mean, it's just really tough to hit. And then you still need to hit it, even if you can guess it. So I love the way that Andrew Heaney does that. Griffin Canning is moving in that direction as well. Their old teammate, Garrett Richards, actually has three starts in the Dodgers, uh, sorry, the the Padres right now. He's coming back from Tommy John. Yep. Could be something really cool to watch in 2020. Right. Um, Guys that have done well, I mean, I don't want to say, I mean, some people are going to talk about Mike Soroka a lot. Uh, very wow. nice young talent. I, I love the way he pitches. Incredibly smart. He's only 21 right now. He'll be 22 next year, which is stupid. Yeah. How smart he is. Yeah. Uh, but the, I don't know if he's going to be the, the, that strikeout overwhelming guy. You want me to say Ryu? Uh, no, no, because no, no. he, he's <laughs> you he's felt like here. he's pressuring you today. No. Ryu is legit. He's here. I what mean, mean? I mean, okay. I mean, no. This is his. This what is about his Chris Paddock? Here. Chris Paddock is going to be interesting. I think there are going to be a lot of people that expect another step of growth, which could happen out of his curveball. That hasn't really been a thing that he developed this season. I don't, I'm not too high on him because of that Vulcan change. Mm. Because generally, split changes, you know this. Yeah, yeah. Split changeups are the most, or splitters in general, are the most inconsistent pitches in baseball. Yep. It's such a feel pitch. It's something that you have on a given day or you don't. don't. Hello, what was so cra- Tanaka. That's what was so crazy <laughs> yeah. about Tanaka was that it was so consistent for a while. Damn. And then it can just disappear on you. Mm. And we actually even saw that with Chris Paddock starts this year. So I'm worried that he doesn't have, he doesn't have elite velocity. It's like 94. 95, but it's not your 98, 99 or so that we can say see from other guys, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to rely a lot on that fastball when that changeup isn't there, and mm. that's a little bit worrisome for me, and we need to see that curveball to take the next true step. But it could work out really well. Um, I mean, Walker Buehler is still, to me, top 10, like amazing. He's the better pitcher on the team right now than Kershaw. And that's really weird to say. Okay. Yeah. You mentioned was... fit earlier with Marcus Stroman, and obviously he's going to be back sure. with the mess this year. Are you concerned about ha- him having a full season there behind I, I, there? I, I don't like him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've always been concerned. You know, it, I hate two-seam guys. I hate sinker ballers. I hate guys that really focus a lot on ground balls. It's funny because as a college pitcher, that's what I did. That's what I was taught. Shoot knees with two-seamers mm. and jam them inside and get ground balls, and that's how you get out. So why don't you like them now? Because it's just not how the game went, went really, with Mike Trout showed up and was like, hey, I'm a really good low-ball hitter because mm. when I was in college, this is all I saw, <laughs> and this is what everyone saw. And, uh, I mean, I'll, actually, I don't even know if you – No, he college, didn't. He was not, a high he, schooler. He was out of high but, school. Uh, but that's what everyone was doing in high school then, too. Yeah. And he could hit the low-ball better than anybody. And now everyone can hit the low-ball, no problem. So you have to throw four-seamers up. That's what you do. That is the ticket to success. That's what Cole does. That's what Verlander does. That's yeah. what Blake Snell does. That's what Jacob deGrom does. And so you this think is, if you can't do that, you're not going to If be able you to can't survive. do that, well, you can survive. You just need to put it in the right spot. You need to induce him off the plate inside. Hmm. Like you see some of the guys on the Marlins, like Sandy Alcantara. You see Jose Arena. You see Robert Ducker. These guys do this all the time, and they can have these games. You just look at them and go, what is this? How did he they, do that? He do it, but it's and that's that's how location. you do it. You just you're just getting bad swings on balls that get into play in ground balls and there are outs. 
but it's not something you're going to dominate with. And Strowman, he has actually a really good slider slash cutter. His cutter tries to get all of these strikes inside and stuff, and then slider can be ridiculously filthy, but it's just not consistent. Yeah. It's not something that the Mets also, I think, as an organization, aren't trying to push so much. And when they do, they're not really – They have. we've seen games of like 45% usage of a slider, which is really high. Yeah. Normally we see like 30% or so from a guy. So seeing it that much and that reliance should be good, but he still goes to that sinker and he gets these grounders, and it's not going to work with your defense. So unless you focus on that, <laughs> thanks, thanks, get, Nick, get Ray Odonia's back. Uh, you know, boy, the other days of Ray Odonia's. and uh, and John Olrude. Well, um, if well, a we med- had a great defensive infield, if yeah, a med- if a med- Rosario can, you know. That's a big F. Be how he's supposed to be, then whatever. Who did you have? Remember, co- remember Sandy Alcantara, by the way, is the one who got me to erase the Never Trust a Marlin thing that we did on the <laughs> I am. I am so proud of that. To change it to Never Trust the Met because he had a complete game shutout I, against the I, Mets. I remember this that. This is back when they sucked. The All Star, by the way. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I remember that. that. Was, I laughed at that when I saw that on t- when I saw you got into, It should have been it should have been Caleb Smith, but he was hurt, I think. Who did you who do you have coming out of the National League? It seems like you you could be Yankees. No, oh, yeah. uh, to go to World Series. Dodgers. No, Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. It has to be Dodgers. You don't yeah. think anybody It will... could be Washington, but I think it's going to be the Dodgers. What? You, well, first of all, they need to win a playoff yeah, series. Yeah, can they win a playoff yeah. series first? I was about to say that. And I mean, no, no, no. Not Washington. Atlanta. Atlanta. Sorry. Atlanta. I would I would actually favor if the, the I like Nationals, Atlanta. if the Nationals make it to the DS, I would favor them over the Braves. The wow. Braves pitching staff is not good enough. I'm sorry. It's you Soroka. Like, yeah, isn't you gonna, don't like Soroka. Soroka. You don't like Julio Tehran. Soroka either. isn't going to go deep enough. I don't yeah. think. I mean, he's going to try and get those outs six, seven. Maybe he will one or, once or twice. But Freed is way too inconsistent. Julio Tehran, yeah. come on. Fulton Abbott is looking. <laughs> is looking better. Yeah, Fulton Abbott. He's looked stronger. Right, him. and Dallas yeah. Keuchel. He's not the Dallas Keuchel, Keuchel of the 2017 right. ALCS. So, so you know, basically, you're saying you don't trust anybody in that rotation. Yeah, and, I don't. And their bullpen too has been something that's gone in and out. Mark Melanson has stepped in and done a great job. We had Luke Jackson, who was the unluckiest pitcher in baseball i mean i'm not even joking uh my uh my my staffer michael ahedo had an incredible article talking about like just let's just look at the luke jackson games and just how terrible his luck was (laughs) it was it was fantastic Uh, i'm about to read that oh please do it's it's really good uh but the the staff and the bullpen itself not that great and also the offense for the braves i'm not so sold is amazing i think it's solid i I like their offense a lot it's. I mean, I love Freeman. I love. Bottom but I don't know. Bottom of the lineup is, but I don't know it, how. It's suspect. I agree, yeah. and I also don't know how these guys are going to play. Particularly Ozzy Albies, Ronald Acuna right. Jr., who I both love, but I don't know how they're going to be in the playoffs. That's a good yeah, point. It, That's a good point. I mean, I think Acuna was going to kill it. I think he's going to be great. He's going to try he's, and will it with Donaldson Mets, and Freeman. I wish the Mets had him. I would like. Well, of honestly. course. I mean, he's one of those guys. I remember. You know, I wish the Yankees had Mookie Betts, but you know, right? We can't have all the things that we want. You almost do, though. A Yankee fan says you can't have all the things. Well, you well, almost they almost do. do. You almost well, get you all can't them. have everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is what's going to happen in the offseason. The Red Sox are going to trade Mookie Betts, and the Yankees are going to trade for Mookie Betts from that team. No oh, way. God. That would depress. You want? Yes, it would depress. That would depress me. Wait, one more, one more pitching question for me. Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs. Yeah. What do you see that historically he just hasn't been? I mean, that's just sample, small sample. That's that's all you attributed to. Yeah, I think so. You I feel mean, uh, did because you feel like he's going to break through he, eventually. He no, 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 no. He is not a guy that mentally isn't strong. Like he is one of the, no, no. I don't, I don't buy any of that really? whatsoever. No, I actually, I'm with you in that. Okay. I think that's an overrated thing sometimes, especially yeah. in baseball. Because he is 30, and this is a recurring sort of thing. But remember, where, people said no, that not, about- not last year. No, I mean he's actually like the past two seasons. I mean, as his a Dodger, playoff numbers don't look great. Well, last they year. weren't. An- what were they? Let's hear them. Yeah, let's go. 
Which which metric do you want? All of them. Not wins. Not wins, obviously. <laughs> he does have he doesn't have any. But his ERA, was, it, was it one game? His ERA was seven. Over seven. And he had that one bad start against That's uh, be that one start nine against or runs him. and eleven innings pitched. He had one bad start though. Yeah, that was the one game against the Astros. What was that game Astros. against the Astros? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that that's was what a, it was. Yeah. That got him. He, he, he got what he gave like he, six he runs. Closed or out well, that was game, in the World you know? Series. And then in the NLCS. Uh, yeah, he, had, he closed out again. Right. Yeah, then yeah, in the yeah. CR in the NLCS. And I, what was I about to say? In the NLCS, his ERA was above four. I'm not I'm not buying this. Okay. I'm, not I'm just it. asking. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. I'm You you're fine with him. Yeah. I remember, do you remember you remember this? Remember people were Barry Bonds couldn't get it done in the postseason? Oh, of course. And then finally he got it done. That home run is so Majestic. Yeah. Even though it didn't matter, it was still. Much, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm talking Even about? Yes. The 12 10 home run, home run against yeah. Angels. Yeah. Against uh. Angels, but he came. He finally broke through. Right. And it's. I kind of agree with you. We do we overrate postseason numbers? Of course we do. We're talking about 162. We do it with Tom Brady all the time, but you don't want to hear me say that. Eli Manning. That's uh, another discussion that, for another day. That is true. Uh, we talked about that on last time. 162-game season. We're talking about this, and all of a sudden we got to get two starts, three starts, and we're going to judge a guy on that? I agree. You know? I think it's a bit overrated. Yep. I, I don't think Kurt, Clayton Kershaw is not mentally tough to pitch in the playoffs. It's nothing. I actually think it means more that the Nationals haven't won a playoff series and haven't gotten that done to <laughs> their psyche and what they can do than actually – I mean, How clean I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think I think we put a lot of focus on the mental game. I mean, it's funny in the regular season we don't at all. We don't think about the the ups and downs because people of a don't guy. think it matters, right? But they huh. it does for them. But then the postseason, it, then the pendulum swings too far over because now I everybody's agree. watching. Whereas right. a lot and, of and whereas a lot of these same people aren't paying attention to their right. playoffs. And that's not even a baseball thing. I think that's just across sports. Where remember LeBron was a, LeBron was a choker. Yeah, we love narratives. LeBron, oh right. god, LeBron was a choker in 2011, 20, 2010, whatever, because he wouldn't post up my boy JJ Barea, and then all of a sudden he overcame it the next year. I think that gets a little overplayed. He played well, series. That's all yeah. it is. You want to know the, the solution to all this? You just talk to the guy and you realize, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm having a great time. I'm in the World Series. You know, oh, I really wanted to do that, but I couldn't this time. And yeah, I'll I just didn't. Next I just didn't. Put, right. And yeah. you're like, oh, wait. You're so not, matter of fact about yeah, it. Yeah. They're not freaking out like we are. Like, you imagine yourself. If you all of a sudden are thrust into that situation, you are going to be terrified. Yeah. But these guys have gone through this for their entire lives. Yeah. You know they're so used to these yeah. pressure moments. All that and said, though, think that I mean there are some. Ex- wild I was going to say, yeah, there yes. are some guys that it definitely affects and it falls under that category. But for the vast majority of them, I like, think it's no, much, I, yeah. think it's, I think I it's think it's you got to be almost robotic with your emotions anyway. We got to talk about something, <laughs> right? Yeah, the, well, and, we're, and we're forcing it. So yeah, it's exactly. Clayton Kershaw, not a big game pitcher. No man, Clayton Kershaw is a damn good pitcher, and Amazing. he will break through. And have great starts in the playoffs of the World Series. He's, he's, he'll get it done. Maybe he's probably or maybe be he might not. One. I don't know if they've announced actually who their game one starter is. He, I would hope it's Kershaw, but it honestly could be. It could Bueller. be. It, it could, could be, be my boy Ryu. Ryu. And that's great. That might actually, if you want to talk about a narrative, take the of pressure off him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, I see. I see. I see it, man. With the air quotes, <laughs> it'll take the pressure. Oh, beautiful. Oh, and you know what? He'll start game three, and no. he'll, he'll he'll pitch like eight innings of one run ball, and, and no one will like, care. Everybody will say no. They'll say. That Clayton Kershaw, he stepped up and the get got the sweep. Let's say it's there up two zero and it's it's on the road and he's gonna get gotta get the sweep. He stepped up now in a big moment. It's like I don't. Oh, really I, think I would think it would be the other time, like oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, do it when it matters. Oh, yeah. you think they'll can say that to him? They'll be like, right, no, right, right, do right. it when it really counts when you're down yeah, three exactly. two in the series you know, and on the road, you're and going against a good pitcher and you win one to nothing or something. Because like that, that win matters yeah, so much. So much. <laughs> mm. Oh man. So oh, Dodgers God. Astros. Dodgers, Dodgers Astros. Astros. Is that what we're doing? I don't know. I'm leaving it to Nick. I don't. I don't 
I'm, you know what? I think here's the thing. You know what? Here's my prediction. I think the Yankees are going to beat the Astros. I'm going to say that. I, I think it's Dodgers Yankees. That's my. I'm going. I'm going chalk Dodgers Astros with the I mean, Astros winning. Because I what I want to see is I want to see Yankees Dodgers so badly. I think that would just be so much fun. We do. <laughs> we do. Uh, you've known from. I don't know if you know about our numbers from the podcast. We do a. Uh, we pick a number of somebody in sports who's where their jersey corresponds with the episode number. So. Brian always comes Not a lot of list. baseball, unfortunately. Not a lot of guys no. wearing 96. Do you know anybody who wore 96 in baseball? No. One, one player I imagine, I found imagine some players it. have done the reverse, but. Uh, <laughs> 69. Gotcha. Tommy Hunter is the only baseball player I found. That's the person I was going to bring up, so I'm happy that he's you. He's a pitcher. That's right. Oh, Tommy I Hunter. I feel like he should. Tommy Hunter, the Oriole. Uh, oh, man. Ooh. Yeah, that's not a name that you want to bring up a lot. Yeah, I didn't. The think rest so. of them are like, basically football players. Yep, that's not his. We'll just get into it because we got to get out of here. Clyde Simmons, Cortez Kennedy, who's really good. Wow. Uh, Muhammad Wilkerson, your boy. Why is he my boy? You covered him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's, my boy. it's in your episode of Side Hustle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found the clip and put that in there. <laughs> Thanks. Carlos Dunlap. Marcus Spears, who's now at uh, ESPN, yeah. SEC Network. Reasonable Doubt, which For came year, out in 96. We did it with Illmatic in 94. It was Jay-Z's first album, Nick. Sure. You're from Brooklyn. You should yeah, know this. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Ron Artest, who wore 96 for a little while with the Houston Rockets. He was Metal World Peace then, which, whatever. We know him as Ron Mama there. named him Ron Artest. And Thomas Holstrom, who was a hockey player hockey that player. I just put there. How are we not going to mention Nick Lachey? What is this? Why? Nine. Why? Oh wait, it's ninety-eight degrees. Please. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, why? I was like, no, 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 ninety-eight degrees. You know what? That's uh, that's what I get. Ninety-six. That's what I get. Degrees. No, no, no. It's ninety-eight. It's no, I just want to look up. Is there a ninety-six? <laughs> oh no, Third World made a song called Ninety-six Degrees in the Shade." You know who? Third See, that's World what I was thinking I do, of. But thank you. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, who of we go? Who are we going with here? We, I don't. Do we want to go, Tommy Hunter? No one wants to go, Tommy Hunter. <laughs> Reasonable doubt. <laughs> All right, reasonable doubt it is. We're gonna go with that Brooklyn guy. Reasonable doubt. We'll go or with or Cortez Kennedy. No, nah, we'll go reasonable doubt. All right, we'll go. Right. We'll, we'll go with that. Nick, thank since you. Since we went with Nas before, we'll go with Jay Z now. I guess since they're kind of even. Okay, you sound happy about that. What? Uh, I'm just... <laughs> Nick, thank they you so are. thank you so much, uh, everybody. You can check people. out Nick Pollock's work at Pitcher List. Um, you can also check out QB List, the website. Stay tuned for SwishList.net, probably one of the best website names there is out <laughs> there. I'm the domain right is already it's bought. Do- it's dope. It's oh, yeah, already yeah, bought. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, you go in there, it's be like, oh, you know, the site hasn't launched, but it's here. It's, no, it's, it's, it's dope. We, we like <laughs> What's it. What's it going to uh, be, summer of 2020? Yeah, exactly. Summer All right, so summer 2020. So around, around Olympic time, somewhere around Look, there, look around. out for that for sure. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Uh, please be sure to subscribe uh, to us, everything you know. Rate, review us on any platform that you listen to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast on. We are going to get out of here for Nick Pollock, Brian Fonseca. Yes. Next Henry. Till next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.